0: It's time for the Wrestling Perspective Podcast. I'm Dennis Farrell. He's the beast from the East. He's Bam Bam Lars Fredericks in. You know what? what? I oh.
1: just, it's so funny because I literally had a Bam. I was going to wear a Bam Bam t-shirt tonight. That's so weird that you say that. But I, I went for G-Raver instead because I'm doing laundry. But uh, <laughs> Not not because I'm doing laundry. But um, but it's that's so funny that you say that, Dennis. Are you psychic? Is that
0: what's I- going on? I, you know, I've been watching a lot of catfish lately because I've been locked up with COVID. So maybe that's it. I'm just catfishing you. well, well you did with this interview. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> that's right. Hey, listen, I'm excited because I am a huge fan of Josh Woods. I somehow talked him into coming on this podcast. Look at him. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I intend to be your third favorite wrestling podcaster by the end of this interview. Third. I'm jumping from you have no clue who I am to third. So that's my intent by the end of this. I mean, so, that's a pretty high bar, Dennis. I know. So, uh, okay. Josh. No pressure. And and I don't know how many. We've had a couple champions on here. We've never. Oh, we had Gresham on. So he, yours, he's our second pure champion on the podcast. So.
2: Well, we, we just had Silas
0: that's On right old partner. Oh, good old
2: Silas how's he doing you know when, every, I love it because anytime anyone talks to Silas you have to do the voice like you know you gotta talk like hey man you know like you know, yeah I've been doing this stuff man with man <laughs> you have to do it it's the best like anyone in the locker room when they talk about Silas it's his voice and I love it so much the,
0: the best thing about that interview is the chain smoking he did during the whole thing yeah. like we've had a couple guys smoke I think uh oh uh who was the one guy damn it, i forgot his name but anytime i sit here and i watch someone light up and then they light up again and then they light up again yeah. i go that's old school right there
2: yeah dude he's the same we just wrestled a couple weeks ago we went like 25 minutes i'm like hey man i need a minute he's like what are you tired i'm like no dude." <laughs> Look, he's just like smoking i'm like god he's the best he's so good i wish like I wish that, uh, you know, I know why we got split up, but I wish that didn't happen because I had so many like skits for us to do. And I was so pumped, but we didn't get to do any of them. I'm so sad. So sad. Well, that's one of
1: my later on questions. But Dennis, kick it off here.
0: Listen, I'm just going to have to ask you right now. uh, You know, Ring of Honor, we had Silas on. He talked a little bit about that. And you didn't really do the indie circuit before jumping into the wrestling scene. This is kind of a whole new territory for you, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's not fun, man. It's it's so it's,
2: <laughs> you're laughing, but it's true. Like it's it's crazy because you know I've pretty much been signed to a company for the past seven years. I was in NXT for uh, a couple of years, and then went to Ring of Honor almost immediately after that. So I haven't really had to do the indie thing. This is crazy you reach out to people and you know, you're know you trying to you know wrestle more, stay active. Either people don't respond to you or they just stop mid-conversation. It's like, hey, man, if you're not interested, just say, hey, I don't want to use you. I'm like, cool. But no one does it. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to leave it on red and I'm not going to talk back to you. It's like, why? It's a, yeah, it's a business, man. I don't know. People don't get all butthurt for no reason. I hate it.
0: Let, let me follow that up, Lars, with this question. Has there been anybody to give you tips, tricks, how to navigate the indie circuit?
2: Uh, so like I'm like best friends with Jay Lethal and like oh name dropping, but like no, me and Jay are we're super tight and he's been trying to help me a lot. And uh so it's like I'll be like, hey man, is this okay if I say this? He's like, no, dude, don't say that. And I'm like, okay, okay, back this back this. But Jay's helped me a lot, and like a lot of the boys have been have been helping as well because you know most of them have done this stuff before, and they're like, dude, he sucks for you. I'm like, I know, man, I know. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, you know he. The thing, we got ROH taking a break, right? And then you see, you know, the champion, the ROH champion defending it on with the impact, you know, and then uh, these things are happening and you're the pure champion. I mean, does that give you some sort of hope in any way? I mean, isn't it weird to see that belt being represented on a completely different TV
2: show? Uh, It's not weird. It's awesome, I mean, Gresham is... Phenomenal. And, and like, I love watching Gresham and learning from John. So I think that's a, a great opportunity. And I think it just like our style, uh, by our, I mean, you know, like the pure style. I, I wouldn't say me and Gresham are the same because we're obviously very different in our presentation and how we wrestle. But, you know, if you group us together, we're pure wrestlers, you know. And I think the more we can spread like that is great, you know, if, whether it's him, whether it's me, whether it's, you know, hot sauce or, or red or other guys that think just like us i think it's great that john's doing that and i'm a little envious so yeah which was neat because like i love wrestling and i love being able to to do that kind of stuff i'm glad john was able to showcase that and that's it's great
1: well part of the reason why i'm asking that question is because you just did a, a match on aew dark and uh, what was the
2: reason that you didn't defend the belt there I can't make them, I can't make them do that. <laughs> you know, I can't, I'm only, uh, I'm only limited by so much. You know, I can only, I can only, Hey, I, I can do it. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, that's a good question.
0: Are you still allowed to call yourself the pure champion? Are you allowed to bring the belt out? I mean, do you have that same freedom Jonathan has right now? Uh, I have it. It's
2: mine. Uh, they have to come get it if they want it back. So, um yeah, I'll defend it everywhere, and, and uh, until they tell me I can or I'm not allowed to, but as far as I'm concerned, it's mine and I have it. So whoever wants it, come get some. Lars, I mean, well, I've been I mean, talking not. years
0: about how you could beat them in in a pure wrestling match. Here's your oh. chance. Oh, oh well, you talk-
1: know, no, no, I'm not talking shit. See, if I talk <laughs> shit, I not not only would I bring a lunch, and then I also bring something to beat you with. So oh, I no, didn't do either.
2: Well
1: that that's why I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the biggest heel I'm, in North America. But so you know I've seen you mature over the years, obviously, and you've gotten to become a, a very uh really good technical wrestler, but it's not something that I would necessarily equate you with. You know, was it one of those things when they decided to give you that belt? Were you surprised in any way?
2: Uh not, I don't know. I don't think surprise. I think. Uh,
1: I, I mean, know. we've seen you in the. What I'm saying is, I always but, seen you more of a, as a brawler, and, and these things, and in your tag team with Silas and stuff like that. You guys had a, had a chemistry, and but and so seeing you in this role, you know, I'm just wondering if you, you know, it was it as, you know, I saw you were growing to that, but being able to 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 have that honor bestowed. Was it a surprise? Is what I'm asking. I mean,
2: mm-hmm. no, not really. It was kind of. We'd always kind of talked about it and and uh, the pure style. Like I love it. I I love it so much. And you know, um, yeah, you know, I you know, wrestled in college you know, like MMA and all that fun stuff. And so I think I think I was kind of made for the pure style. Just the way. Like, because of my background, they kind of like want me to be a certain way. And oh, well, right. you're that guy, you know. Oh, well, I don't want to be that guy. I like wrestling. I'm good at wrestling. Why can't I just wrestle? I got to beat people up all the time. I mean, you can beat people up through wrestling, but uh, I think like a lot of people who have like a similar background to me get like, here, you're this thing. It's like, well, I don't want to be that. So uh, I think it was just a matter of time because, you know, just everyone like, yeah. Everyone just tell me, hey, man, like, dude, you're really good in the pure stuff. You like just stay with it and stuff. So, like, and I, I I, really wanted to do it once the pure tournament came around. I started watching a lot more stuff and like, man, like, this is great. It's like right up my alley. So, uh, no, it wasn't really a surprise. It was, I'm just I'm grateful and happy. It was it was awesome. It's
0: cool. you're, you're a decorated college wrestler. You make the leap into pro wrestling. Was that a natural leap for you? Did you grow up a – As look at that. That's flexing right there. He just looked behind him like, yeah, I mean, come on, look at me. That, <laughs> Lars, that might oh. be the oh. best flex right there. Well, you um, know
1: what? I, I was going to put my up mom my mom. golden – I mean, his – He, he I, I just don't do it in the room with my golden platinum records. You see, we could actually – I could go well, to that should. room. and.
2: Oh, cool. You, you
1: should do it, it. No, but no, no, but you're right. He does have a lot of
0: awards. I see. A very decorated college wrestler. Were you a wrestling fan? Was this a natural leap? And was the transition harder than you thought it would be?
2: Uh, so I mean, I casually watched growing up. I wasn't. I wasn't. you know, like a lot of people in the business, like, oh, they're like diehard wrestling fans. I'm like, all right. Well, I mean, a lot. Of, so I like to say some people are like, oh, well, you don't, you don't know the business. So like, well, yeah, you were in your mom's basement watching it. But I was like wrestling. I was like performing. I was, you know, winning tournaments and trophies growing up, you know. So uh, I was a casual fan. And then uh, once I finished my senior year of college, uh, I linked up with a mutual friend and like helped him with some like transition, some amateur moves to what he was doing and then he's like, dude, you should hit up WWE. They would love guys like you. And I was like, all right, cool, man. Why not? Because I was gonna fight. I had just uh I had just helped Seth petra's for one of his fight camps, and I was getting ready to transition uh into my own to qualify for the US team because they were fighting in London that summer, but I ended up getting the tryout for WWE. And I was like, and Bill Demont was the coach at the time, so I said, hey. Wrestling is cool. This is fun. I like this. After the tryout, I'm like, "Well, I live in Orlando. Can I come train here?" They're like, "Yeah, you can." It doesn't work that way. But I wouldn't take any more fights if I were you. And I'm like, "Oh, what?" So um, they kind of knew I was getting signed around then. And uh, as far as transitioning, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're taught moves. I've been taught moves and and how to be an athlete my whole life. I think it's the other stuff that was really hard. Uh, the character, like, like having like the more personality and. And, uh, you know, cameras and psychology and, like, why to do things. Because, I mean, when you're in a cage, you're getting punched in the face. You're not, you're not like, going, hey, let me hand this person, right? You're not thinking about that. You're like, oh, my God, stop hitting me. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, like, that stuff is a harder part. And um, it took a little while. And I, I'm, I'm still learning a lot. But I feel definitely like this, the best version of Josh Woods is right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, because in the amateur, you're not going to give away that you're in pain or that you're, you know, something is the way it is. Right. So it's, like you know, and there has been precedent of bringing, you know, obviously Olympians, Olympian wrestlers into pro wrestling. Kurt Angle being the example that everyone would know and Mm -hmm. just how he skyrocketed and kind of it clicked for him. And you were saying as you're still learning. So is 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 the hard part to get your mind around actually telling the story or is it more of the psychology of, like, selling and things like that for you? What what was that? What, excuse me. When you first stepped into the ring and started wrestling,
2: was it the psychology or was it the the selling? I think it was, like, a little bit of both, you know, because, like, for me, you, you, oh, man, like, at the Performance Center, this is – I can only speak from my own experience. I have no idea what it's like now. But there were so many coaches there. You had, you had Bill DeMa- you had Matt Bloom, Billy Gunn, Norman, uh, Robbie Brooks, terry taylor and uh, like adam pierce you got know, you seven coaches uh, seven different people who've done seven different things in this business like we'll do this do that and you're like oh my god i got okay so you know and, and then you, one person doesn't like this and one doesn't like that so i'm just like my mind is just, fuck and i'm just trying to like well the psychology is like hard for me. And, and then, you know, well, if I, if I'm really this fighter and, and my, you know, they want me to be this person, this background, well, if I really punch someone, they're not getting up or running a high spot. They're not getting up and giving me a boot because they're knocked out. So, you know, and then you want things to be real because we're, we're suspending disbelief. That's what the whole business is about. And uh, you, you have to have some validity to what you're doing. I can't say, well, I'm this badass MMA college national champion, but then if I hit someone, they get up and they run a high spot. Well, how legitimate at that point? You know, so it's like finding that happy medium and like that was really kind of difficult for me. It's like because I have asked a lot of questions like, well, why is it like that? Uh, Why? Why can't this be that way? And like, well, because this is an MMA fight. Like, well, okay, I get that. But like if I punch someone smaller than me, they're not getting up. Like, oh, that's real. You know, because MMA is becoming huge. It's huge now um and UFC and everyone knows UFC everyone knows what an arm bar is everybody sees people get knocked out on their Facebook on their Twitter you know so like you have to you have to kind of stick with the times so and and then now with my like some of the movesets I do like those are the reason why I don't do certain things or I'll do them in certain spots because they have to make sense and I want to protect my brand um so like, that was the hard part for me and I'm slowly past that and and uh selling is all uh, selling is fun because I learned that from Billy Gunn. And like, Billy is phenomenal. So like I try I'll be like, okay, yeah, you're doing it that okay, that's what I'm gonna do. So like that that was the fun part for me. So that wasn't as difficult as like the, the whys or hows and where's, if that makes sense.
0: Yes. Yep. Do you do you feel like you have a lot of catching up to do as far as learning the wrestling industry do you go back now and watch a lot of older wrestling or even newer wrestling to kind of catch up and see what everybody's been talking about
2: um i' i don't think i'm behind i
0: think i've done I didn't mean it like that good. but you, you not not a wrestling out. fan so but, you feel like you have to go back and i guess maybe you learn a little why bit why
1: do better. you always gotta insult these guys Dennis I'm embarrassed for you now
0: yeah, well, you it, you're person. basically saying he's behind because you know he's
1: a wrestler he doesn't think I and mean, that's terrible why would you talk about his mother like that
2: my apologies She's a great woman never <laughs> see uh, uh, <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i don't feel like i'm like really behind and and for me personally i try not to watch a lot of stuff just because if i have an idea i want it to be authentic and And yeah i'm like hey what do you think about this like oh yeah so and so does that i was like oh okay you know so i I want the ideas that i have to be authentic so i try not to watch a lot but there's stuff i like to watch i definitely watch more now but uh, when i was in the performance center i did watch a lot of wrestling like older stuff more current things because i wanted to acclimate with the business and learn who people were and why moves are called this and who's done them and stuff like that so i did a lot of like catching up so to speak and educating myself so I'm not coming into a business and just being like a total idiot. So okay. exactly. well, you said you said something that's pretty interesting because it's
1: something that I've had. it sort of a complaint with about today's wrestling in their in the psychology bit aspect of it is like I'm bigger than this guy. I punched the little guy. Why is he then fucking running the ropes, doing a high spot, fucking her and you know whatever? It's like hundred things. It's like even that match between Dustin and what's his nuts the other night, you know, the guy takes a fucking, you know, Canadian destroyer, what's up meeting, table? through a fucking table and then gets fucking, you know, somehow, I don't know. Anyways, long story so- short, obviously I'm making it longer. The pure style of wrestling, right. And what is, is th- what you were saying is congruent with you. I can see how that's such a good match for you because of just that thought that you had. So the psychology in the pure style, can you explain the difference if there is a difference? Well, I know there's a big fucking difference, but my point is, is in your regular wrestling match, spot fest, what are you trying to do in the pure wrestling match that you wouldn't be doing in the spot fest
2: besides spots? Well, I mean, (laughs) it's all a spot, right? Break it all down. I think, I think what makes pure wrestling is, is, different because you know there are rules and yeah some people uh do a little more spotty because you for me and uh this is a big billy gun thing uh, i mean it's boring really if you if people just you're because you're so you you've seen so much movement and 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 500 falses in a match and all these spots so people are used to that so i, I want you have to have some sort of movement so you have, to have uh, a break in the in the chain wrestling or, or grappling or whatever you want to call it there has to be some sort of break in, in, in that so there are some marginal for high spots right but i think like the psychology of you can use their rules you got to use them and the rope breaks are are crucial because that makes a big difference in and uh, I can only slap on so many submissions before you run out of rope breaks. And then, you know, then that comes into play. And then you can pin people on ropes and submit them through the ropes. And and I think like that's what makes it so unique and different. Whereas where now with regular matches, it's just kind of like, oh, whatever happens, happens. You know, you know, a lot of people like make the ref look bad or or they try to they break the rules blatantly and they're not smarting up the refs and stuff. So it's just like. And like when I think pure wrestling, just takes what wrestling is now and just brought it to a, the next level, in my opinion. And I'm biased 100, percent but I don't care.
0: So. A few minutes ago, you were talking we were, we were talking about character development. And in your career, as far as character development, was there one person that really had an impact on you, helping you understand and develop who the Josh Woods on camera persona is?
2: uh man, I've had a lot of really good teachers with this kind of stuff. Uh I think I, I guess like the biggest break biggest breakthrough that I've had from being just the wrestler and performer to the personality to all in one, I guess would have to be Silas, because I think I think that was my when I was with Silas, that was like the biggest growth overall that I had. Uh, but I gotta spend a lot of time learning from Dusty um you know billy adam pierce those guys have helped me a lot and um you know now like you know jay Letho's has kind of helped me a lot and and matt taven and and silas so like i have like a very good solid core of guys that you know are know so much more than me and they're very willing to help so that's but i think the biggest uh influence has been silas whether whether he likes to admit it or not well he'll admit that he helped a lot so that's not a problem
1: was Rob Naylor down there with you?
2: Um, I know who he is, but I don't think he was. I don't think he was with the company when I was there. But I know who he is. Okay. Now, when you said Robbie Brooks, were you meaning Robbie Brookside?
1: Yeah, Brookside. Yeah, yeah. So he's a big, huge, huge music fan, and I kind of wanted to kind of get, get into that. What are you? What music do you listen to? What are you into? And I know that's a. a I never ask music questions ever. And if for some reason you mentioned Robbie Brookside, who's got a bigger record collection than I could ever imagine. Um, do you do you listen to music? If you do, what what is your what what's your
2: jam? Oh man, dude. So I'm a total nerd, man. So growing up, my oldest brother Julian, he is like very musically inclined. All of us are very good at something. I'm not musically inclined, <laughs> I'm oh, very rotten, but he was, he won like a, in college, he won like an international barbershop, um, uh, whatever, quartet, barbershop right? quartet. Yeah. yeah, he won like a, a competition in like international in college, and, and he's in a band, he reads, writes, and produces, so I grew up, you know, just enjoying all kinds of music, from like Barry Manilow, and to Whitney, to, you know, System of a Down, and Anthrax, and all those guys, and, and like, so my, my library is just huge, but um, I appreciate everything. I listen to a lot of opera, which is so weird, but like, I like it. I like opera a lot. Uh, I, I just enjoy it. I, I like, I listen to different things for different reasons. Sometimes it's because the, the message is good or because the melody is great or just, it just sounds good. Cause a lot of stuff I'm like, man, I don't know what the hell they're saying, but I like it. <laughs> right. Like I don't speak German, but I listen to Ramstein. I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, I don't know what they're saying, but I like it. Bro, uh, I'm in a I'm in a fucking German
1: band that sings in German, and I don't even know what they're fucking saying. So I I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, so like, I
2: have like I've been I guess I've been a little more alternative right now, like uh, like Dance Gavin Dance and uh, like Amarosa, like Johnny Johnny Craig. I like him a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm like God, God. I don't even like saying this kind of stuff. people like do
0: this. You should is stop so now. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: like but no, no it's
1: just I, I'm curious because you know you're uh, obviously. You know, a badass. And it's like, I always kind of want to yeah. know what's going in, you know, to your heads, like what's calming you down or what's bringing you up, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, well,
2: that image is just totally gone now. Cause
1: <laughs> like, so right
2: now, I right. C- would just kill me just if I say, say it, say it. You got it. I know, I know I'm embarrassed. <laughs> uh, Miley Cyrus has a really good version of Nothing Else Matters. And I've been, I've been, I've listened to it a lot. So it's well done um so like that's kind of like all right it's on my like my my little playlist uh
1: well it was wonderful <laughs> having you here tonight uh, oh no, <laughs> no. just no. like just like just just just
2: <laughs> yeah Like I, I remember like in college like um for before like big matches so like uh like system of Down is like my big go-to for like um pump up just get in the zone questions is my is my all-time song that's uh, my pr song it's my in the gym like i need i need to crush this weight right now boom boom questions and let's go that, that's my go-to gotcha gotcha i saw them live one time at Ozfest, and they headlined with disturbed and i was like oh my god great <laughs> great
0: I never felt like I could beat up somebody that's bigger and more muscles than I do <laughs> right now in my life, which I know I can, but I've never felt like it. Like right now, listening to you talk music, I'm like, I think I might be able to take this guy. Uh,
1: yeah, well, let yeah, me tell you sure. something. Opera opera's pretty hard, man. The opera is pretty hard. I mean, that reminds me of like a lot of the gangsters I knew growing up dug the opera. So I'm backing
0: off. Yeah, man. See. Respect Dennis <laughs> on that hand. I'm a hater. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm hating. Haters going to hate you. (laughs) Are you going to take it off later? Oh, man. Now we're going down a totally. Anyways, uh, let's get back into wrestling talk because I've got so many more questions for you because, like I said, I'm a huge fan of yours. We were talking to Dallas last week, and he had mentioned or we brought up the fact that in your rivalry, you could see a a huge difference from the beginning. Like I I've been a fan of yours since 2019. I that's when I really got into the Josh woods and started really paying attention on watching you. And during your rivalry with young, I could really see a difference. Like it clicked something hit you. I don't know what it is or how it happened, but it's, it seemed like you went from a good wrestler to phenomenal and everything you did just, just, kicked up and we asked him about it. And he said, you know, he noticed it and saw it too. Mm -hmm. Uh, For you, did you, did you audibly, is it maybe I'm making it up or I don't know, but for you, did you notice it? Did you feel that kick? Was that something that was like, Holy cow, I I'm doing this at a higher level now.
2: Uh, I think, I think like that whole year that we spent together as a tag team, just like really boosted my growth because I was put into bigger matches with Silas and had to had to do more. And, and the thing was like I the ideas I had were being listened to. And I spent I spent a lot of time in the ring. I think a lot of people who get to, I'm not gonna say my position because you know who my, but I think a lot of people get to a certain point, and they get really good and they just stop training. Um, or they think that they they made it or they don't have to work as hard, but I've never been like that. Like I, I train a lot. I'm in the ring all the time. And like I spent a I think 2019 I probably built a really good relationship with Jay and I went to Jay's school a lot. So I think that kind of did help me mm. to, to to boost because I was training with guys who are way better than me where prior to that, you know, in between NXT and then around, oh yeah, I guess around that time, I hadn't really had a very good like training partner or coach to kind of really tell him what to do. So like being able to be with Jay and like learn from him and, it's mind-blowing because jay's in the ring all the time like almost every day and like he'll bump for his students and i'm like yo man it's tuesday i'm not doing that But like, he doesn't care he'll bump for anyone like I've, i'm like shit all right let's go so i think that was like the big turning point from from then like i guess like maybe 2018 to like right when me and silas were really starting to pick up as a tag team i think that's like kind of one of the reasons why i grew a lot and once the pandemic hit like I, I had access to a ring so like I was in the ring a lot and I know a lot of our guys weren't so once the pure tournament came around like there's you can watch the match I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna name anybody because I'm not that guy but some people were not in shape and you're like hey man we got another 10 to go and they're like whoo I'm like yeah brother <laughs> breathe big boy because we gotta go you know? <laughs> so yeah yeah that's how that happened and 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 yes and and I think with Silas cause like it's it's so because Silas is who he is, and and let's say I was in a tag team with let's say I don't know someone a little less on the card. Um, let's say me and Brian were on a team because like that's a similar dynamic, right? Brian and, and Silas and, and me and one of them. But like if I have an idea and I go, hey Silas, I think this would be better here. The, the Silas will say the idea and it'll it'll happen. But if I were to say it I, because I don't have as much clout or or maybe the guys don't respect me as much. Then they may not listen to it, but because I was able to do more and be more of like uh, an active member of the team, I I grew a lot because I was able to do the ideas I had and, and put the things I learned to paper.
1: Well, do you think that, you know, the comfort level that you did have with Silas made that what it
2: was? yeah i I think we spent so much time (laughs) oh my god if i could just go back to like when we were tagging and like i just showed you my like our our conversation would be like blue white blue like i'm always oh my god i'm like that annoying i'm like yeah that's me i'm the annoying girlfriend like hey what are you doing babe what do you got what's going on what do you think about this he's like yo can you stop we just started yesterday i'm like i know like this is the idea i have let's do it so, yeah, like, because I think we had, we have such a good chemistry on screen, uh, behind the scenes and stuff. Like, we're re- we're really close and we're great friends. And regardless of, you know, people like, oh, the K I don't care, man. Size so is my friend. And, and, um, yeah, I think like that, if you watch those three matches, the, 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 the first match we had, then the pure match we had, and then the, the last man standing match if you watch them like back to back the story we tell is incredible and i hate that there was like two three months in between each one because like it gets lost like that's something we really wanted to do is like hey man we gotta tell the story like like we it has to be like this and i know he wasn't happy about losing that match because you know that's that's his thing the last man stand i dude, this it has to be this way like this the story has to be like this and he's like, "No, you're right, dude. It does." And it's like, "Oh, I'm right. Oh, what? <laughs> like, you know, that's me. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think I. Anyway, if, if people who are my, a fan of my work or just or want to watch like good storytelling, just watch those three matches in succession. You'll be like, holy shit. I, we, yeah, like that's probably like my favorite match I've had is with is the pure match that we had. <sighs> All
0: right, this might be a tough one because. No way. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna turn the screws to screws you now. All right, we're we're comfortable, you're all friends now. We giggled, we had some laughs. Now it's time to take the gloves off and do some journalistic work here, kids.
1: I like how, uh, how he's getting a little softer with you now once you once you said I'm coming after you. Yeah, and he's just like, Oh yeah, come on, let's go.
0: Yeah, come on. <laughs> Listen, you're you're still growing the Josh Woods on screen persona ring of honor yes. shuts down now it, it is this a huge step back for you as far as developing who you are because on this show we talk a lot about evol- the evolution of a character mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with the older guys and then some of the younger guys when we get on and now you're a guy that was just kind of just in the in, in the going up the mountain mm-hmm. now all of a sudden it feels like you're cut short you don't I, as of right now, and you're probably not going to tell us if you signed anywhere because you know that's that's a whole secret and or who's approached you. I'm not going to ask that. But now you don't have a media outlet to really grow the Josh Woods persona. Do do you feel like you're stuck, stopped short of of your growth?
2: Uh, well, that's where the indies come in, right? Like, um, I've had. You, there's like a lot of pressure on TV. I'm sure people will talk about it. Uh, if not, then they're full of shit, but there's like, <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, there's like an overwhelming for me. Cause like, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like just being an athlete prior to being a pro wrestler, like I just demand a lot from myself. And if you really care about a sport or something you're passionate about, you demand a lot from yourself. And uh, I put a shit ton of pressure on myself to like, everything has to be good. Things have to be a certain way. I'm like, guy, what do you think? I asked like 10 different people that thinks I want to like, know. I want to know what I can improve on, how I can be better. So when like TV just kills you because you're so like, for me, that's for me, like, I'm stressed. I want to make sure everything is great because, you know, my job is online because like my contract wasn't, Hey, you're guaranteed this for X amount of time. Like anytime they go nope see you later and like that's scary man and like i'm not jay lethal i'm not a jay briscoe or or mark where i'm i'm set like there's nothing i can do wrong so like for me every every match for me feels like hey i have to i have to be great or or like that could be my job but now that like on the independence like yeah i can have fun and i don't have to worry about uh i don't have to worry about that kind of pressure because like you can just have fun and do what you want like I think stops was cutting a promo in our match we had and I just laid on the apron. I was like, all right, man, whatever, dude, like take your time. Like, I don't care. Cause like, I'm a fun loving guy. And like, I like to have fun and 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 not have to be so serious because like, I'm not pigeonholed into this idea. Like I think my character is kind of established enough for like, yeah, I can kind of have fun moments, but like, once it's time to work, flip the switch and let's go.
0: On, on the flip, Lars, can I, was your aew dark match more of a tryout or was it just like hey, we got an opening Why don't you come in and uh, run some ropes with us?
2: uh I don't think yeah, was, there you go. I mean, maybe it's a tryout. I don't know because like uh when when I, was, when I had the match with Sean so you know we're, we're in the back and and uh, we originally had eight minutes which is a long time on dark. That's like a lot of people don't get that and um, and then we got cut to six then we got cut to five and sean's like hey man we gotta take some stuff out and like he sees in my face like because i had some like I, I do some cool shit all right i'm gonna toot my horn a little bit i do some cool stuff you know some intricate things that are a little different and i and was like hey we gotta take that out we need to do some other stuff like just trust me it'll be okay and like because i've known sean from nxt and he's been like a huge mentor while i was there and like i've always looked up to him so for me i'm like all right man like i trust you because i know you know your shit and uh so, uh, Tony had told him, he's like, Hey, this isn't like a try. This isn't like a one and done, like tryout and we're good to him. Like yes or no. It's just, it's just we'll have this moment. It'll be great. So when I talked to Tony after, um, you know, he, he was, he was awesome to talk to. He said, he was like, he was happy. He liked the match a lot. They want to bring me back to to whatever extent. Uh, I would tell you if I have anything happening, cause yeah, I, don't, I just don't have my side anywhere, but uh, yeah so i will be going i was supposed to go back actually yeah, december they were in Jacksonville back COVID, so like i i didn't go um but I'm, i'll be in i'll be going back there soon right. i don't I, I have no one's told me hey you're definitely doing something i'm going there like to have an opportunity to get exposure and uh just to kind of prove you know that why i'm better than everyone else can i say that is that people not gonna like? Say, say whatever the
1: hell you want i think you yeah. should say that yeah, i mean it, the, the the thing about it is is that like i want to see more wrestling like you do right that's what the variety in a tv show that's one of the reasons why i love like gcw so much is because every match is different you know unless they're having a tournament a death match or whatever it is right. tournament so we i mean because I think of the aews and i think of the wwe's and i just don't see you at those places right i'm not being trying to be your manager or your dad or anything i'm just wondering where you see yourself because i see you fitting in at an impact i see you fitting in at a, a gcw i see you fitting in at an nwa because you have this like you know and correct me if i'm wrong i'm just going to give you some a bunch more compliments but I, you you seem like to be like oh, more of, okay. You're very handsome. I mean that beard. I mean, oh my God, I'm in my eyes. <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. You got very many, you got a lot of sides of your personality. And it's you should be able to show these things. But I see you at the NWAs, I see you at the GCWs, I see you at the impacts. Do you have a vision about where you want to see yourself? I know you're on the indies. I know ROH is and there's a question I'm gonna come to later about but where do you see yourself? What company, if you could pick?
2: Uh, I think, uh, man, whatever pays the most. <laughs> well, I mean, that's also like a big thing to think about, too. Uh, I was making really good money in Ring of Honor and I had just earned like a, hey, like you, kinda, you kind of made a contract. I had, I had a really good contract and I bought a house and. And uh, that I'm, I'm sh- uh, yeah, that I'm stressed about right now for sure. <laughs> uh, if they're all, if they're all paying me the exact same thing, or they're gonna pay me what I was making, right? If money wasn't an issue, uh, I think, I think, I think I would do well at an AEW because stylistically I'm different than everyone else there. I mean, I think I'm different than everyone anywhere. Uh, I think I like the platform. I like that. I would have the exposure to, to I'm a narcissist, man. Like, yeah, I want to see myself on TV all the time. I love it. Uh, you know, I like when I get, you know, phone calls and like videos from my friends, dude, I just saw you like on TV. I'm at the bar right now, and I'm like, oh well, fuck. Yeah. Like, I like that. It's great, man. It's like, it's very rewarding. Um, I would like to be an impact too. I think I would do really well there. I think it's just be amazing there. I just can't make people sign me. I can't make people answer my emails. I can't make people you know, do certain things. I've reached out to a lot of people and, you know, the the market is super saturated right now. So, um, yeah, I, I just, there's a lot of things not in my control and, and I'm going to keep working hard to improve and, and to stay, you know, I guess on the uphill for my performance. And, you know, if I get signed somewhere, I get signed somewhere. But... Yeah, I think I think I would do really well to AW. I could have great matches with guys like Brian Danielson or Bobby, Kyle, Adam, of, like Lee Moriarty of uh, Utah. mean, there's a lot of guys there I could wrestle that I would have like really awesome matches with, and I think I would do really well there. So like that's where I would like to be. I reached out to WWE because I have a good relationship with a lot of those guys there, and and they just you know they're in the midst of like letting people go and you know bringing they're looking for something different right now, and I don't think I fit what that is. Uh, I think they said, I was like, they asked me how old I was. I think, I think I'm too old. Um, like, I'm 33, but uh, I think they're trying to get like younger, younger people, which is understandable. Hey, I get it. But like, you know, their whole roster is like over 30. But uh, I can't, yeah, like, like I said, man, I can't make people sign me. I can only present um, my brand and, and and keep working on that. Or I might not get signed at all and I'll just keep crushing on the indies. You know, hey, yeah. I'm not at-
1: and well, um, hopefully, maybe we'll see you out here in California. You know what I mean? So, uh, I would love now, to.
0: Now, I want to talk about your brand, your look, because I feel like, as a fan of yours, boy, if you just shaved that must, that beard off, you could really go for that, let that, that surfer boy look and really, no, what? Come on, Lars, back me up here. Just. A little I, bit- I, no, he does not look like the surfer boy to me. Oh, if God. anything,
1: if anything, I, if anything, I would go fucking completely different. Bro. How would you go with him? I, straight up, like, uh, like a bruiser, Brody, not with the furry boots, but just you know, the hair, the beard, black trunks, black boots. I mean, you're pure. You're a pure wrestler, and but I think you're a bad guy. I think that you're a really bad. You're like, you know. You're 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 a heel. I think in nature, because you're so happy-go-lucky, you're you're going to be a, you you would be that one of the biggest heels because you can be scary too because you can back it up because you have that co- collegiate background where you can actually really stretch somebody. So I mean, I think there's a whole story here. Let me be your fucking manager and your Booker because <laughs> All right, I'm telling I'm telling I'm telling tellin you like I think that he's a heel. I don't think he's a babyface. I think he's he's pure heel
0: just like, because yeah. he's that funny look at that but, smile how do you i hate that smile
1: girls girls will want to be with him and the boyfriends will hate him because
0: the girls want to be with him you gave that beard that's a tom cruise right there he looks just like oh god, great damn. so oh great I a tom, like tom cruise. cruise.
2: you look just <laughs> like tom cruise oh my, god. oh my god i gotta pull this up for you first of all i do not look like tom cruise i'm more of an ashton kutcher kind of guy uh,
1: oh no that's that's no. worse bro Stay no,
2: at Tom Cruise. Stayed, good. Stay at Tom Cruise. I gotta find. <laughs> I gotta find this
0: photo. I'm just saying, but, you, to me, you look like that that baby face Tom Cruise if you just shaved the beard. I had. Oh, I see, had, there's had a new the, gimmick right there. The top Gun. You're Top Gun.
1: You know that, what I mean?
2: I had the beard for a while, or I had the I had the, the shaved everything for a while. I was I was mixing it up, and like I I just like having a beard. You know, I don't like I don't like shaving because in college you can't have anything. And I hated it. I absolutely hated it. That I had to shave all the time. I was like, "Come on, man! Can I just can I just not have to do that?" And then now I'm like, "Well, I'm never shaving again. I love like, I like it." And my girlfriend likes it. She likes my beard. There you I go. Like, I like my beard.
1: Does she? <laughs> Does she?
2: Gabby, let's ask her. All right. I don't know, Can you guys see this? Wait. Where's the camera? Right there. Right, right there. Come on. That's Ashton Kutcher. No, you kind no, of is. You're a Tom Cruise guy. No, no I, that is very,
1: that's a little guy, Ashton, Ashton. Yeah, whatever that dude's yeah. name is. Yeah, <laughs> just don't marry Demi Moore, and be your like 18th husband or whatever. I don't know. She, not, she's
2: right. He's I'm, right I'm, 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 I'm,
1: I mean, I'm not going to argue, but Elizabeth's shoes way, way
2: much so much better. Oh, yeah. Our girlfriend looks like Gail Gadot. Well, let's better. bring her on.
0: Are you complaining or because <laughs> Gabby?
1: Come here. Come on, Gabby. Get in here, Gabs. Come, come on, here, Gabs. Gabs.
2: Come on, G. Basil too? <laughs> I don't care if can Basil comes Can she hear us? Oh, look at my sweet chair. <laughs> <laughs> come come i Say hi,
1: hi, Gabby. Hi. <laughs> hi, how's it going? So we're we're having a a, a conversation about your boyfriend's beard. Do you like yeah.
0: it? Yeah. Do you think it needs to be trimmed a little bit? Because we think if he yeah. shoots it, he's Tom Cruise.
1: See, I'm thinking more like Man Mountain. Like, just it goes wild. Like, the hair, the thing, chest, everything. You know what I mean? What if he's walking around the house in, like, furry boots? Are you cool with that? Uggs? Are no, not Uggs. I wear your things. He
2: wears my slippers sometimes. But, um...
1: And he's listening to, uh, what's her name, singing a Metallica song. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, he listens to Miley Cyrus like every day.
1: <laughs> and how do you um, feel about that, really?
2: I mean, she's got some catchy
0: stuff, so I don't mind. <laughs> okay, well, you know,
1: see, she's got his back, so that's good.
0: <laughs> I prefer a trimmed, uh, trimmed sure. beard. trim like, beer.
2: shorter than this? No, I like that one. I like shorter. I, I like th- shorter, too. I prefer I,
0: shorter. Listen, I, I know that you're trying to spare his feelings and that you love your boyfriend the way he is. But <laughs> if he wasn't in this room and he was gone, you would want it shorter, wouldn't you? Come on. A
2: little shorter. Just so yeah. Beautiful.
0: Thank you. I but like if that- this
2: was like, like, like cut... Cut. Like if everything was trimmed and oh nice
1: gosh. and groomed and yeah, like edged, maybe straightened, brushed, something. I think it would look
0: nice. Josh, but I can we'll use no thirty bucks. You can go to a, <laughs> a barber shop and get it done on me.
2: No, I like my beard like this. I get it done when I get my haircut. I haven't got a haircut yet. I'm getting one next week, and then they'll line it up and they'll make it. <laughs>
1: Well, Gabby, I I just want to let you know that we appreciate your time and thank you for settling this argument for us. um, No problem. (laughs) Yeah, get out of here, you (laughs) Yeah, unless you're, come back if you're in wrestling trunks. If not, scram. Yeah, 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 get out of
2: here. You have the cute
1: PJs on. You're wearing the robe. You're going
0: to take days out. All right. Lars, your question. I had the beard thing.
2: I like, you know, I used to work heel when I was in NXT and I have a lot of fun doing it and I can practice. I do it a lot and it's fun, man. Like, you can, she'd be a total prick and it's great. I love
1: it. Well, I just think that you've got kind of that monster thing to you. I think there's that's an element of your personality. Plus, you know how to freaking wrestle. Plus, you can really hurt somebody. I mean, the story writes itself. I mean, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. That's all where I was going. So,
2: you know, all right. I'm 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 going to. Because I no one knows this. Cold. I was uh what's called? Yeah. It's called winter. We live in Florida. <laughs> Come on. Oh, um, never mind. So so in 2018, I was supposed to wrestle J Lethal and, um it was maybe it was Texas or it was in West Palm or somewhere, whatever. But the plan was for me to turn heel at that point. But I had gotten like a, a gnarly like staph infection, and my whole arm just was like I I just I couldn't make the show because like I had I had a really bad infection, like my arm was swollen and like, I got like blood poisoning. It was not great. Uh, so like I was supposed to turn heel at that point, but I ended up not being able to go to the show, and then it just never came back full circle. Uh, so, so the world hasn't seen it yet, or never seen it, like a real good version of it. They saw the crappy version <laughs> when I first went.
0: <laughs> well, we got time for one more question apiece. And I'm going to ask you back about the pure championship. Do you do you recall when you knew you were going to win the belt, how you reacted, how they presented that? Hey, did you get asked the day of the show? Did you know going in? When did you find out you were going to be the pure champion?
2: Um. So when, when Silas and I were kind of, when well, they were split us up and we kind of were pitching what we wanted to do for the split, like we had asked them, hey, like, what's the plan? Like, you know, are we gonna split? Are we gonna get to stay? Are we gonna stay split? Or are we gonna get back together? What we need to, you know, have this story come full circle, or it's done. And uh, when I asked them, like, what the plan was, like, well, the plan is probably for you to be the next peer champion. So I knew, I knew it was gonna happen sooner or later. Uh, just wasn't exactly sure when it was gonna happen. And and um me and John had me and John had pitched like we had like really good ideas of how we wanted to do it. We had like a a three or four match program we wanted to do, but um, that didn't happen, which would have been, which I think would have been awesome. I think people would have enjoyed it. John and I usually have pretty good matches together. So that would have been pretty cool, but I never really knew specifically when I know a lot of people knew before me, uh, but they didn't tell me oh sneaky bandits. But uh, I think, I think I, I got told officially uh, like a, couple of days before and i was i was pretty pumped about it i was i was pretty pumped i'm not gonna lie i was, I was like it's like yes because like, it's a lot more than like than than you know um yeah it's controlled and stuff but it just it just it just says a lot for what you're doing as a as a, as a worker as a performer and that the company trusts you to hey this is like we're putting you in this role so for me like I, I don't need gratification. I don't need a pr- approval. But like when, when, when you're an athlete, like in, in college or an MMA or, or whatever, you know you're doing well because I can win a national title. I can win this thing because I'm my skill base does that. Pro wrestling's not like that. You don't get that 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 gratification on your own actions. It's someone tests. Someone puts you in a role. Someone does right. this. Someone win this. So you don't really get that. And like that for me was like that that, hey, you're you're on the right path. You're doing everything right. And, like, I, I needed it kind of a lot. Okay, I needed it, whatever. But, uh yeah, so, like, that was, like, a really good moment for me. Definitely gave me a lot of confidence and stuff. And I think, yeah, it was pretty sweet. You know, one of the things that we were asking wrestlers
1: during the whole pandemic was that the, the, you guys were wrestling in front of no fans. And then fans kind of came back slowly but surely, and here we are now. And now we're seeing even more cross-promotional workings together. You know, you're seeing the ROH champion on Impact. You're seeing Mickey James. She's obviously going to go wrestle with uh, for the WWE with the Impact Championship. You know, you see these things happening. Now I see it's like this kind of like AEW is kind of being moved to the side a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts on the current state of wrestling now? And the second part of that question is, is when you were wrestling in front of no fans, you know, did, did it make your job as a wrestler
2: harder? Uh, so I'll do that part first. I think that's easier. Uh, I think I, I, I kind of like not having fans there because, you know, our product is a TV product. It's different if you're doing like an end of- Pendant, right is that even a thing if you could do have no fans that doesn't make sense but
0: i, I see guess. some shows with no fans so yeah
2: <laughs> yes yeah, i don't know it's strange i'll right? say well, that too. we all <laughs> thought it, different i'll, I'll say it. it yeah yeah okay well that's that's a different reason why but <laughs> um i i enjoyed it because you know in my mind if i do something no one's there i'm getting the reaction that i want right like yes i know it's gonna happen it's cool it's so, like i could play in my matchup, but, Hey, like. A lot of people were like, oh, there's no one here. Why do we do that? I was like, well, because we're catering to the, to the, the person at home, you know? So if I do something, I'm, I'm expecting this is the reaction we would get, or if there were fans here, that's the reaction we would get. And some people weren't playing their match that way. Like, oh, we got to do things this way and that way. And and I I kind of enjoyed it. It was kind of fun. And you definitely miss them for sure. Cause like, that's a different kind of energy. It's a different kind of vibe, but um, it didn't really make me like some stuff felt weird for sure. Like when people come down the, the ramp and they're like pandering to like the the empty crowds like all right come on man like you're doing your little pose and front no it's a little weird you know so the boys are in the back watching like what are you doing you know so like you'll notice like there's like the first like one or two times people were doing it and then it just kind of falters off and some people still do it because they're just really into it but yeah you see more people just get in the ring and stuff so it's just kind of funny to watch that with the boys but i don't think it really bothered me that much i didn't really like feel one way or another i was like um, I was glad when they came back and like that first pay per view we did. I think it was, uh, I don't remember which one it was, but I wrestled Silas on it. And I just remember like hearing the people and I was like, oh shit. All right. Yeah, it was great. It's the vibe. And as far as the state of wrestling, cool. It's crazy, man. There's, it's almost like it's oversaturated. There's a lot of like free agents who are really good, man. So, uh, I think you're going to kind of have these like cross promotional potential dream matches without people really being signed or they're going to happen, you know, in a, in an auditorium in you know, New York or somewhere that you wouldn't think to have in front of 500 people. And it's probably gonna be a damn good match. Yeah. You know? I think it's cool that, you know, there is a cross promotional thing because I don't know, wrestling is great, man. I think if people, what they want, I don't see why people have to be so like, Oh, this guy I can't work for him. I understand. Like, Hey, some people may not want to lose, but you know what? Ain't fucking real, man. <laughs> it's business, dude. You know, I'm like people are probably mad at me that I said that. And I'm shit. Sorry, but it's it's really cool, man. I think I think it's great. It's a lot of possibilities, and it's, it's buzz, and well, people want to be entertained. That's what it's all about. At the end of the day, yeah. is, is, is giving the fans something that they can they'll watch one at the end of the day. And they're like, hey, if I have a crappy, let's say I have a crappy, you know, night, I watch like the show that I love is. Yeah whatever it is. And I see this match. I've always wanted to see, or I see one person like, Oh my God, this guy's in this promotion. Like it it makes me stop thinking about the crappy day I had or the crappy week or something bad happens to me. And I think that's, what's the most important is, 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 is keeping people entertained and doing giving them something that they don't have in their life already.
0: Back before P.D. Williams left the podcast to go work for the Evil Empire, we, we would talk about it all the time about how he never quite understood being the 20-year pro, why some people were afraid to you know, take a loss in wrestling. It's like it's part of a story. Some You can't win every match because if you do, yeah. it, it doesn't make sense. So when you say a lot of people get mad, I don't think as many people as you think will get mad. I, I, I almost, Maybe
1: Goldberg.
2: yeah i mean it comes down to protecting your brand you know if you're if you're i mean hey i'm not braun Strowman, right like i'm not a six foot eight 300 pound man you know so like i can understand how some people hate me like it doesn't make sense it not making sense to lose and not want to lose are very different that's a very different thing uh so yes
0: totally (laughs) Listen, uh, we're at the end of this podcast, Josh. And uh first and foremost, where can people find you? Uh what do you have going on that, that people may want to know? Um, uh, so on Twitter and Instagram,
2: Woods is the goods. I'm not a big Twitter guy, I don't know. It's just I feel like that's a lot of negativity, man, but I'm I'm pretty responsive on there. So I like get people like will reach out, I usually try and respond to people and I get interesting messages on both on both accounts. Uh they're pretty funny. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna talk about it, but you know, I get some very interesting photos from a lot of guys.
0: <sighs> yep. I said sorry by the way, okay. I thought I was sending it to somebody else. Yeah,
2: cool, man. Hey Josh, look at this. Oh, I don't know how you got that. Oh, interesting. Was uh, my, as it
1: as it is Is it Chris Saban dick pics? <laughs> oh no,
2: not Chris Saban, no. It's not.
1: No, yes. we had this. We had this. We had saving on the Chris saving dick pics, anyways. It, <laughs> I, 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 get, I had to bring it up. So I apologize.
2: Yeah, a lot of
1: them. Uh, yeah, I'm in
2: New York uh, this weekend for Catalyst Wrestling. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. I've been New York in a while. It's really cold there. I don't like that. I'm a big
0: baby when it comes to that kind
2: of stuff. No, so I'll be no, are mind. you
0: taking your indie bookings based on weather? <laughs> I, sh-
2: I could start. I was like, hey, man, it's, it's-
0: I can't. I'm sorry. The colder it is, the more you have to pay Josh Woods to come out. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah, because, like, Gabby always tells us, like, you need to get a jacket. I'm like, for what? We live in Florida, dude. It's like, the coldest it gets here is, like, 50, and I have a hoodie. So, you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. be rough living that life. I mean, I'm in Michigan. Oh, I'm- my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's cold there isn't it buddy it, it is yeah. i'm 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 wearing this not to be stylish but to stay warm
1: well i live in san francisco and it's perpetual england here so you know what i mean
0: get a lot of rain josh
1: <laughs> uh, awesome?
0: i gotta tell you thank you so much for doing this i really uh, I we were really excited for you to come on and uh hopefully you'll be on more often with us coming down the line yeah we'll never do
2: that you guys are cool this is awesome Lars, how you cool. feeling, man Oh, you had that.
1: I know you had the cove a little while. Ago. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, man. I, yeah, well, well, oh. well, no, but the whole family went down, and I just I couldn't put a sentence together without coughing everywhere. So I just thought, you know, I really want to talk to you, and you know, really want to be like present for this because I had a lot of questions and so on and so forth. I didn't get to ask them all, obviously, because Dennis steamrolled me throughout this whole fucking podcast. But he, is, anyways, no, he, he, he is, is a fucking jerk but anyways but thank you for asking everybody my my uh 10-year-old who uh, was over it in about 24 hours and oh. <laughs> you know because their immune systems are so much stronger but um the um my partner she got hit with it the worst you know what i mean but for me i i don't know i think it just living on the road and just having to do it sick <clears throat> it just didn't i mean it just took me down like two days but that was it so that was that was that was the the bonus part
2: yeah good man i had it had it for about six six days i was i was a little cry baby let me tell you i'm like Gabby.
0: <laughs> she, like, oh. God bless, Gabby. listen for everybody at home and the show's over we'll say our goodbyes off the air thank you guys so much lars your album where can people find it
1: fucking at a store there you go, guys. I don't in- know.
0: <laughs> Listen, uh, don't go streaming. Probably in the
1: fucking – go probably at the fucking use bin by now. I mean – That's I mean. why <laughs> you uh, –
0: yeah. You know, if people bought less Miley Cyrus stuff and more Lars Frederickson yeah. stuff
1: – I mean, but first you need to learn how to pronounce my fucking name, Lars. Dennis. Lars. said Lars Frederickson. You called me Lars again. You're giving me a complex. I'm, I have Jeez. a little now. Wow! I'm, a, I'm in. The, listen on this podcast right now at this moment. I'm in the second best shape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you are. <laughs> yeah. All right, Let's. I mean, I can't find feet <laughs> There you go. Hey, look for Lars Lars Fredrickson versus Josh Woods coming soon to Shout a out. indie show near Thank you, me. guys. It's a wrestling perspective. Thank you so much. <laughs> have a good night.